Hello, my friends. Um, my name is Madge. I am a writer. I live in Colorado. I wrote this book called Be Less Crazy About Your Body, and I blog at BeLessCrazy.com. And I'm starting this podcast because I'm trying to be a little bit less crazy about this crazy fucking election, um, or as I like to call it, white supremacist patriarchy strikes back. Um, it's been a really crazy crazy couple of weeks and I've had a lot of feelings about it. Um, first feeling is freaked out. It's like that moment when you're walking down the street and like you stumble on a crack in the pavement and you know you're going to fall, but uh, you don't know how bad it's going to be yet. <laughs> um, it's it, it, it could be anything, right? Um, it could be anything from just straight up bumbling and incompetence and, you know, not so much to worry about, or it could be full on World War Three nuclear devastation scenario. I mean, it could be like Threads, you know, um, have you seen Threads? It's this British miniseries about the run up to and the aftermath of a nuclear war. And it's not like um, our, you know, American um, love amongst the ashes, nuclear devastation stories. Like there's no Patrick Swayze being cute in threads. It's all just generations and generations of mutations and rape and endless hoeing of hard, infertile ground. And it's terrifying. And it's definitely much more in the realm of possibility than it was two weeks ago. So yeah, um, it's pretty scary. And um, I've also been pretty angry. And my anger has been spewing in a lot of different directions. Um, first of all, you know, clearly at those people who voted a reality TV host into the most powerful position on the planet. Um, and that group of people includes, you know, of course, your outright racists and misogynists, people who don't want to share people who think that black and brown people are less than them, uh, people who don't think women should be in power. So there's that one basket of deplorables, right? Um, then there's also just a bunch of misguided folks who um, feel left out of the process of globalization. Um, maybe their communities are crumbling around them. Maybe everyone they know has some sort of chronic health ailment and they're scared. Um, and this group of people also seems to lack critical thinking skills majorly, um, seeing as how they just allowed themselves to be manipulating into handing over our entire fucking country to looters and con men. Um, you know, white men, of course, we expect no less of white men, <laughs> um, as Margaret Mead once said, and maybe I'm paraphrasing a little bit, never doubt that a small group of humans socialized to believe everything rightfully belongs to them can ruin the entire fucking world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. Um, I mean, you know, white men get a bad rap. A lot of that is deserved and, um, we see why as the results of this election. Um, also white women. I mean, I am a white woman and this one is, uh, it's a hard pill for me to swallow because it's just, it just is depressing. It, it's like, you know, 53% of us are, are happy to, um, 
hand over the reins of our democracy to, you know, literal crazy people. Um, if it means that we don't have to give up white supremacy or we don't have to argue with our husbands or our fathers or our boyfriends about politics. And I really have to wonder, you know, are we ever going to learn as white women to value anything more than the approval of white men? I, I guess a bunch of us would rather be victims and still have our white privilege than stand shoulder to shoulder with people of color and work together to try to build something new and more just. Um, it makes sort of makes sense in kind of a sick way if you look at history. Um, our fortunes have been intimately tied up with the fortunes of white men for a very long time. There's, they were our protectors, uh, supposed to be anyway. They were our proxies in society when we didn't have the ability to uh, participate um, fully and directly in society. So, you know, we have a lot invested in keeping our relationships with white men strong. Um, but it breaks my heart. It, it, it really breaks my heart. Um, yeah. And after all of this, the people that I'm maddest at um, are probably people like me. And this is, uh, this is a tough one, too, because I am very privileged, right? I have a good job. I make a lot of money. I travel the world. Um, I work from home. And I have sort of withdrawn myself from civil society in a lot of ways, right? Um, like, I order dinner from Grubhub, and I order toilet paper from Amazon Prime, and I minimize my contact with the outside world because, I don't know, people are dumb and annoying and they drive like assholes and I can't take it. Um, and it's nice to hang out at home and it's relaxing and it's very easy. But um, it also makes me ashamed because at this point um, I have to look in the mirror and admit that I have largely devoted um, my considerable resources to making myself happy above everything else. And, um, and now that it, not that it's a bad thing to try to make yourself happy, but it's not the only thing. And for a while now, I have been living as though it is. And um, sure, you know, I volunteered for Hillary. I donate some money here, here and there. I'm not like, you know, a complete hermit um, I am nice to people at the grocery store, right? Like I'm not like a complete misanthrope, but, um, there's a pretty big gap between what my ideals are for how human beings should live in the world and how I actually spend my days. And, um, that's hard to face. The fact is that my actions or, um, more accurately, my inactions, contributed to this heinous thing happening. Um, and like I said, we don't know how bad it's going to get. Um, it could be only moderately bad. <laughs> it could be horrifically bad. Um, but regardless, it, you know, my inaction contributed to it. And um, that's a depressing thing to have realized about myself. And um my first reaction to that is to want to fall apart. 
because um, falling apart, you know, I kind of love falling apart. I think a lot of people do, you know, because then uh, I can opt out and I can stay home and I can watch a bunch of episodes of Fixer Upper and eat potato chips and ice cream. If I'm having a bad day, I'm allowed to do all that. But, you know, that's exactly the, um, the inaction and the um, preservation of my own personal comfort more than anything else. That's what got us into this mess, at least in part, right? Like I can't take responsibility for how everyone else in the world showed up, but I need to take responsibility for how I did. And um, I've been living as though the goal of life is to be as comfortable as I can possibly be. Um, and that's not the kind of person I want to be. That's not the kind of life I want to live. So um, in the aftermath of this craziness that we're going through right now, I've fallen apart. I've pulled myself back together. I've gone through that cycle several times. Um, and at this point, I kind of feel like I am not allowed to fall apart anymore. Um, and there's a couple of reasons for that. First is that when I fall apart, it means that I'm not taking part. And secondly, you know, it's like uh, Phoenix says to Katniss in the Hunger Games, you know, it's, it takes 10 times as long to put yourself back together as it does to fall apart in the first place. So um, I'm really trying to focus on gathering my shit together and staying in action. If I need to cry or mope for a little while, okay, I can um, say for the next 30 minutes, I'm allowed to cry and mope and feel sad for all that we've lost and all that we might lose. But at that point, I need to get back to work. We all need to. Um, this is not a time for, you know, playing around on social media and um, getting lost in Twitter and think pieces and, um, you know, whether or not the cast of Hamilton did something wrong or whatever. Like, we need to keep our eye on the ball. We need to get information. We need to get our asses in gear. Um, and so for me, that means engaging more than I have done for the last couple of years of my life. It means going to meetings of community groups. It means going to school board meetings, going to city council meetings. It means familiarizing myself with what's already going on in my city and hooking into it. Um, it means making phone calls to my elected officials to say, hey, what's up with this Steve Bannon guy? What's up with this Sessions dude? Like this is not acceptable. And I'm making those phone calls every single day. And I recommend that you do the same. Um, it means getting involved with a group called Standing Up for Racial Justice, which is a group of mostly privileged, uh, mostly white people who are trying to work through their privilege and be good allies to people of color. Um, it means taking part in marches and protests. It means being willing to have awkward conversations. Um, thinking through different contingencies of might, what might happen and make plans, um, taking a self-defense class, learning how to take care of myself um, if, you know, physical violence comes into play in my life. Uh, it means reading and thinking and educating myself and specifically reading books <laughs> uh, more so than social media um, because 
social media is wonderful in that it can educate us and keep us up to date and allow us to talk to each other, but it's also a trap. It's lava. Like once you get in, it's really hard to get out. So, um, and this is something that I know that I've struggled with for a long time now, but it's more important in this moment than it ever has been to get that shit handled and to develop a relationship with um, social media that benefits me rather than um, turns me into um, its servant. Um, getting my ass in gear also means getting to know my neighbors. Um, it means uh, talking to people. It means sitting through situations that are very uncomfortable and inefficient and annoying. Um, it means not letting the perfect be the enemy of the good. So um, it's going to take me, it, it takes a long time to do all this, right? Like that's a pretty long list of things that I just read. Um, part of where I'm getting the time to do that is from social media, taking it away, uh, not taking it completely away, but not being up in it from the moment I wake up in the morning until the moment I go to bed at night. I need to really focus on staying up on the news, but not falling into the news. Um, and the thing that's really focusing me, um, the thing I'm trying to keep at the top of my mind is in any moment, um, what we choose to do with our time is a decision that we're making, right? And so for me, typically the question I ask whenever I'm, you know, looking at an hour or a half a day or a day where I don't have um, anything that I have to go somewhere and do, my thing that I, that I say to myself is, okay, um, what do I feel like doing right now? And I'm trying to replace that question. I'm trying to replace that question with what's the most helpful thing I could do right now? What's the most useful thing that I could do right now? Um, so that question is trying to, is focusing me, right? So um, I'm still angry and depressed and confused and um, honestly completely terror stricken, but I also have to live my life and getting stuck in those emotions, it, uh, it incapacitates me and it makes me useless to the work that needs to be done right now. So, um, here's to holding it together, right? Um, holding it together, not falling apart, refusing to normalize any of the awful things that are already starting to happen and facing them full on, but not letting them freeze me up because I have to keep moving. Uh, we all have to keep moving if we're going to have any success in keeping this apocalypse down to a small apocalypse instead of a giant apocalypse. Um, and I do believe, and I continue to believe, as Martin Luther King Jr. said, that the arc of the moral universe does bend towards justice. But I also recognize that doesn't happen by magic, right? It's not that it uh, inherently that just happens. It happens because we push it. We get out of the more comfortable places of our life and we push. And um, we allow ourselves to be upset. We allow ourselves to be scared. But in the face of all that, we still keep pushing. 
So um, my friends, my neighbors, whoever you are, whoever's listening, um, let's try to hold it together. Let's try to not fall apart. Let's try to focus ourselves on this question, what's the most helpful thing I could do right now? Maybe it's reading, right? Maybe it's educating ourselves. Maybe it's making phone calls. Maybe it's meditating or exercising or talking with a friend or taking part in a protest or writing a blog post or um, getting your thoughts out of your head into um, a podcast like I just did today. Um, But let's focus on that question. What's the most helpful thing I could do right now? And um, yeah, thanks for listening. And um, I'd love to hear from you at um, belesscrazy at gmail.com. It's just all one word, belesscrazy. And uh, again, thanks for listening.